Welcome to the IMDb Journey podcast, where not only do we break down one film a fortnight from the IMDb Top 250 list, but we also do a variety of other things, including fantastic Pod V Pods and get new equipment, don't we, Hendo? Oh, this sounds a little weird. This sounds a little weird, doesn't it? I don't know. I hope it does. <laughs> no, we have got some new updated equipment thanks to our fantastic patrons. Our out beautiful, there. beautiful supporters. Yeah, we have uh, taken off the. Headsets, what we had for over a year. We have. And it's, uh, it's a little weird, I must say, sitting here with the, the boom mics and the... It will take a bit of getting used to Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I was ready to sit down before. I'm ready to pop the headphones back. I'm like, oh, no, I don't have to do that now. <laughs> no, but how are you, my friend? I've still got a sore foot. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I didn't expect anything less I from am you. still... I have a slight limp and it troubles me greatly. But enough about me. <laughs> how are you? Uh, I'm good. I've done nothing this week. Nothing worth note. We went to the zoo together, cunt. <laughs> you didn't say anything. Why am I going to bring it up? Well, I didn't want to steal your highlight of the week. <laughs> Must have been that big of a highlight. Uh, no, we did go to the Melbourne Zoo yes, for your did. daughter Zara's birthday. Yes. Four years old. The big four. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's the zoo. So it was, uh, what did we see? The the gorillas. And Not a lot. The, no. I think I think the zoo is a lot better in theory than yeah. in practicality, especially when you go with seven children. <laughs> oh, boy. Trying to keep an eye on seven kids run, running around. It is not easy. No, it's not. Uh, and, and when you go to the zoo, you see these animals. Like, you get to the zoo and you're like, right, here's the map. We're going to tackle everything today. We're going to go here and there, and there. And then you get to, like, you've done two things. You're like, oh, we can we can skip the the, uh, the, the kangaroos. We can we can skip the uh, the little lemurs. Let's let's get to, yeah, let's get to the big, let's get to the lions and the seals and the and the, and the big things. And then we'll go home. Uh, and then you see the lions and they're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and you see the snow leopard. Oh, wait. No, you don't see the snow no, leopard. You're bang it's on hiding. The, bang on the glass. Come on here. And who needs to go to the zoo to see kangaroos anyway? That's true. Yeah, why are they there? You, you've already spoken about it. You just see them as you're driving along to work. Oh. All right, Hendo. What else are we doing today? Well, we've got our Pod V Pod 14, and boy, is it a big one. We've got Paul and Wayne from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. Yes, we do. And they are fantastic guests, if I do say so myself. Now, we've already recorded that before, so back on the headset. So the audio might be a little bit different, but I think it's fine. Yeah, I do too. You've lived with it for over a year now, so yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's no complaints. I'm sure you can live with it for another 45 minutes. <laughs> and after that, we'll be looking at the answers you, the listeners, have given to our question of the week, which is, what is your favourite 80s horror film? Which, as usual, will be our top five. Indeed. We'll also take a look at the results of the round two of our best 1950s tournament, and then we'll be talking about what else we've been watching in the last fortnight. And as usual, you've probably seen 30 films, because you're in this <laughs> bloody challenge with Paul, which is a real massive pain in my ass, I must say. <laughs> well, speaking of which, why don't we take a look? Just, just give me your number. And would you believe he's ahead? I would not believe. He's at 44 and I'm at 42. He has clearly cheated. <laughs> he must have. He must have. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure that lead won't last. I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back strong. You wait. I have no doubt. No <laughs> doubt at all. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here and give you a couple of promos from some awesome podcasts out there. And we'll be back on the other side with Pod V Pod 14. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your other host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're a show that talks about movies, talks about beers. I'm the guy that likes big Hollywood blockbusters, big explosions, big dicks, big tits just being thrown out there in your face. I love your comic book movies. I love your sci-fi movies. This is my co-host, Jay. He's your more indie art house, motherfucker. I'm the guy who likes small dicks, small tits, small independent films that you guys all have never heard of. 
but we come together to talk about movies and deliver you news on movies. We talk about trailers on movies. We give movie reviews. We're here to bring it all to you with big, hard, fucking cocks and small cocks too. There's, there's small cocks need love too. But you can find us on iTunes at Super Movie Brothers Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. Check us out. Cheers. Cheers. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Tip 43. When attending the cinema with your good friends or significant other, don't assume anyone else has any interest in what you have to say. So, always remember... Whisper, fuckface. It's not rocket science. For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Alright, it's time to get into Pod V Pod 14, where we have some of your favourite podcasters on for a battle and a variety of movie games. And this week, holy shit, Dean. This, we this, are in for a treat. This is going to be one of the greats. I'm telling you, we're back down <laughs> under here. We've got... Paul and Wayne from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. This is a milestone for us guys. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. There Thank he is. You. Thank you for the invite. It's great to be here, even though I have Wayne beside me. <laughs> Suck my balls. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, guys. Guys, how are you? Doing okay. It's, uh, you know, we're just like uh, looking down the barrel of a long weekend. Can I say that? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, when we're recording, yes, it's a long weekend coming and we're nowhere near as hot as it is over in your side of the country. So yeah, we're man. very thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Dog raw, hot day afternoon. Dog raw. Dog raw. Raw dog. Raw dog, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so for the two or three people out there who haven't heard about your show, <laughs> why don't you tell us what it's about? Well, effectively, it's Wayne and I get together each week and count down some topic from 10 to 1, and Wayne makes a fool of himself, and I try and carry the show. No, what actually happens is Paul drops trower, takes a bow, and sucks my ball. Because I don't know what I'll be thinking sometimes, man. Right? Uh, we are old friends. We used to go to high school together. Yep. We liked... We, we bonded over Tango and Cash. We did. In 1990. We're like, this is That's a good how movie. old yeah. we are. Exactly. Old motherfuckers right here, right? So, wow. uh, that's wow. damn, I don't, man. I don't think either of us have seen Tango and Cash. Oh, speak oh, for yourself. Man. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys young as shit? Yeah. They're like very, very, like Dean just turned very young. 31. 31! Yeah, well, Holy well shit! Balls barely yeah, dropped! You're jealous. Don't act like you're not. Wait, you th- you thank 31. you for thinking that we're young. I'm, I'm the, I feel like I'm an old fuck right now. Well, I mean, when I turned 31, I fucking, I pretty much like started wills and shit. But I, <laughs> trust me. Both these boys have children though, hence they are, techni- even though chronologically my, a bunch younger, they are way older in terms of hours kept awake. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah, I got no kids. I got no kids. Paul's got a kid though. Yeah. Just the one. So I learned my lesson fast. Not sure what's going with you guys. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> uh, guys, I've got to give you a massive compliment here. You guys are one of the few podcasts I was listening to before we even started the podcast. So to, like, legit, oh, wow. to have wow. you guys on the show, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice for me. Like, Thanks, I, I was man. very nervous. I'm very nervous. <laughs> I had never heard of you when we started. Just to just to level that one out a bit. <laughs> you you, you and about twenty four million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred seventy other Australians. Uh, that, that's really uh, really nice. Thank you, kind, Daniel, man. for that. That's, we really appreciate it, and uh, it's great to be here. I, I love the format, and your nerves will disappear as soon as we start trying to answer questions. I can yeah, because right I don't now. know. I, I heard your show, and holy shit, this is not easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it's going to make me feel a lot better when I yeah, when we finally de- when we destroy you in this game. It's going to make me feel a lot yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I fully expect to get fingered. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, well, well can, we say, can we say you're going to be on our show in the not too distant future? And we just no, yeah. how dare you? <laughs> as long as we win there, then I'm okay with losing here. Does that make sense? As I've said to Paul many times, it is about winning. It's you're not right. about winning. It's about love. <laughs> if people are listening, we already win. What? Absolutely. Oh. Hey, I agree, Wayne. I agree. It doesn't. It doesn't matter as long. Yeah, you get the numbers, and uh, everyone hey, enjoys hey. themselves. All I'm hearing is Paul already making excuses for losing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dean gets it. Well, if you had Wayne alongside you, Dean, you'd also be making excuses. I can just tell you that. Okay. <laughs> we. <laughs> But yeah, okay. That's uh, we're in, we're in. Absolutely, I'm, I'm actually awesome. like looking forward to this shit. I'm a bit fucking like uh, inebriated, wet. shall we say? Wet, yeah, and yeah. wet, wet. So there uh, you go. You got to be have a couple of beers. Why not get Lucy Goose? Let's go for it. Absolutely. I'm on. I'm on second one number net, on number two right now. Nice. And I and I'm 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 part Asian, so alcohol will fuck <laughs> me up. Okay? <laughs> that to any kind of drink, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm red, man. I got Asian drunk. I got red. I'm like blush. So <laughs> the shit's going on. <laughs> Oh, Wayne, Wayne, before we get started, I just want to mention, uh, I don't know if you remember or not, how'd you go with those countdown butt plugs I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he's so happy tonight? Are you kidding me? I haven't shat one out since you got me that. <laughs> no, it just backs up and comes out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, this is what the damn show is like, okay? Me getting abused. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the one that gets With abused. a butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right, guys, yeah. if you're ready to go, let, we can get into the first game here. Let's go. I'm in. All right. First game, as usual, is our standard movie quiz. Pub quiz, asshole. There's no need for rules here. It's just standard movie quiz. So we'll go first here. We'll ask the question. Who wants to go first to answer it? Oh, what? It has to be one of us, not yeah, both of us? exactly. Yes. I'm fucked. Yes, I know. That's you're on your own, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, right, fuck it. Um, yeah, Wayne can go first. I'll go. Ah, shit. All right, fine. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Whew. All right, Wayne. The first question we got here is in the category of comedies. Nice. In Meet the Parents, what is the name of the Burns family cat? Nipples. I fucking don't know. Which, which is Meet the Parents? Which one is Meet the Parents? Oh, this is a good start. Oh, yeah, Meet the Parents. Just, can you give me a clue? Which fucking movie is this? Is that the fucking... I'm not allowed to say anything, am I? Oh, no. okay. No, all right. Um, meet the Parents. I'll save it. Is that a Ben Stiller movie? Oh, for gee. Christ. I don't fucking know. <laughs> all right, so what was the question again? Because <laughs> that'll make a difference. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the second part of the question. In Meet the Parents, what was the... What was the name of the family cat? Oh. Uh, Sphinxy. I don't know. Oh. I Whoa! Holy shit! I mean, that's that's not right. I'm getting excited. That was close. <laughs> that was going to be right. You said, you said Sphinx. It's Jinx. Ooh. No, shit, that was really close. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. It was really close. It was, okay. Oh, that was close. Look, Paul, take More ass than class. <laughs> For someone who didn't realise it was a Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> That's right. What a start. I don't believe, I don't imagine I'm fooling anyone, no. Um, but all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, all right. Well, we'll try, don't, don't be sorry to us. <laughs> well, perhaps I can ask then the first question of who's going first out of you guys? Dan, I'll go first. You can do it. A damn sight easier question because it's multiple choice. In the category of Academy Awards, which of the following films won the most Oscars? A. Shape of Water. B. Moonlight. C, Mad Max Fury Road, or D, Whiplash? Ooh, okay. I'm thinking it's not Moonlight, and I don't think it's Whiplash either. It's going to come down to Shape of Water or Mad Max. I think I'm going to go with Shape of Water, because I remember at the time thinking that it won so many because it could hit 
the acting ones and all the technical stuff as well. So I'm going to go Shape of Water. You are absolutely incorrect. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, he put his fist, 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 fist pumping already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Damn you, Paul. Fuck Paul and his shit like that. He does that to me all the time. <laughs> oh, where was the reaction video to that one? <laughs> it was it was C, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh. So you got your Although process t- elimination pretty good. I gotta tell good. you though, I, I think it should have been The Shape of Water. That movie oh, was so up. good, I want to crap my pants. Shut up. It was a damn fine movie. <laughs> so, you know. Alright, well, well, O&O, going well. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> Doing good. Alright, so I guess it's Paul's turn now, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Alright, Paul, in the category of directors... Who directed the 2009 Mark Wahlberg drama, The Lovely Bones? Shit, I know this one. Peter Jackson. What's up, sir? Whoa! Hold on, very yeah. good. Hold on, old man. Did anyone see that movie? Yes. No. Was it I, asked Dean, I asked Dean this question. He's like, I've never even heard of this fucking movie. <laughs> you know, the only reason I know about it is because some chicks at work had talked about this book, which was about a girl that had all this shit happen to her. Then she went to heaven. And then it's this recounting of all that shit. And I'm like, God damn. Like, it's so beautiful. But I was crying so much. I'm like, I've never written it. <laughs> well, Just don't lie. Well, the only reason you've heard it is because you thought it was a porno. <laughs> 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 you know, I've seen a lot of those kind of bones, and they've oh, never been lovely. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> Your stupid sound effect is fucking in my comedy, you fucking asshole. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, well, uh, I believe no, it's, it's me asking questions, isn't it? No, it's you no, asking questions. No, it's Wayne. Okay, yeah. here we are. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, who am I asking? Who am I asking? Dan or Dean? Dan. Dan, what's up, son? All right. In the category of significant money makers, what was the highest grossing film of the year 2000 in the US? Dear God, this is a hard question. Mission Impossible 2. What the <laughs> fuck? Nah. If, you had a, if you had a trumpet sound, you should play that right now. Holy shit. No yep. one should ever play a sound effect. So the, <laughs> wow, that was... You got some fucking stones, son. Thank you. Thank you. skills to pay the bills. <laughs> nice. Right. Well done. Cheers. How did you know that? Yeah, man. How the fuck did you know that? Uh, Google? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really fast Google. Yeah, it was. It was a very fast Google. Uh, I just pulled it from the back of my brain. My man. Uh, couldn't be more impressed. Thank you. All right. I guess, uh, what are we up to now? I guess it's, it's, it's a question to you. Someone's like, oh, shit. Here we go. All right, here All right. We've got a category of Quentin Tarantino here for you, Wayne. Oh, I got a shot here. God damn it. <laughs> In Pulp Fiction, what does Vincent complain about when he goes to Lance's house to buy drugs? Uh, some dude scratching or keying his car? Fuck yeah, you got that one. Jesus. Yeah! Yeah! What's up? Woo! Oh my god, Paul and I just did a high five. We haven't Woo-hoo-hoo. done that since fucking Top Gun. That man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm shocked. Yeah man, I remember that. Actually, I complained about a few things, but that's the thing. Alright, nice. Cool. Alright, well, your next question then, Dean. In the category of rich assholes, who, according to Forbes and Business Insider, was the highest paid actor between June 1st, 2017 and June 1st, 2018. Man, that is tough. Uh, I will give a hint. Okay. I'll give a hint. It's not just about the money they made acting. Oh. Nice Vegas. Uh. But then again, every Hollywood actor has like a side fucking hustle, right? Well, lots of them anyway. Yeah. Not just about acting. Okay. Gee, that that's really thrown me. Because now I'm just trying to think of like a director or someone. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Not just acting... Bit, like, it's an actor, but not just money made from acting. Yeah, so not just Hollywood okay, money. Okay, not yeah, just Hollywood yeah, money. So all money, all income. All the money. Yeah, I'll, 
I can't even tell you what I'm thinking. Ugh. Don't act like you have any ideas. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm in terms of uh, what, <laughs> they would, what would they next to me? What they would leans back in his chair like, oh, I'm not even going to tell you, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, is it Dwayne Johnson? That's you are very, very close. He was number two oh, with about 125 million. And number one was George Clooney with, get this, $239 million. Was that that what you were thinking, Dan? Absolutely. Uh, Thanks to his Casamigo. Casamigo Casamigo is tequila. Tequila, yeah. I actually have it here. It's great. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. So, um, really? So he's George Clooney and he's also the richest bastard ever? Mm -hmm. If I didn't want to bang him before. (laughs) (laughs) Get in line. (laughs) And I did, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm sorry, George would be doing the banging. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd probably let him in. I'd yep. probably let him in. <laughs> All right, who's up? Paul, you're going here. Paul. All right. Yep. In the category of musicals. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, fuck. Nah, oh, don't, don't worry. It's don't worry. It's yeah. gentle. All right. The musical <laughs> Grease was released in what oh. year? See how the category's a little broad there? <laughs> Oh god, um, that's tough because you, during the year ten social, that still was that shit was still yeah, getting played. Okay, yeah, it is, but you can't say anymore. Um, I'm, this is purely off the top of my head, and I've got no idea if it's right. 1978. Fuck you, Paul. Seriously? Come on. Yeah. What? You nailed it, son. Holy shit! I never would have said that shit. Fuck. And I don't know why. That it's a little bit like your Mission Impossible too. I have to say, <laughs> just somewhere in the back of my head, know your enemy. Look at these two Rain Man motherfuckers <laughs> right here. Look at this shit. Uh, good uh, thing me and you aren't on a team, uh, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd be like, we'd be fucked. All right, what's, uh, are we are we three? Yeah, no, you're, you're at three at the moment and we're on the back burner here right. because we got to get the next two right to tie. Well, the next one's a softball. Yeah. So. All right, but don't worry, but don't worry. Rain Man's in the house now, so he'll get this one. Uh-huh. You, I reckon you will get this one, Wayne. Okay. Uh... In the category of 80s action, in the film Aliens, what is the full name, the full name of the ship which transports Ripley and the Marines? Fuck, nah, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh dear. Now remember, Paul said that this was a for softball. I did? Because it's him. Paul Paul actually fucked an alien, right? (laughs) Paul, Paul, I haven't seen Aliens in, in a long, long, long time. So maybe somewhere in the back of my head, I knew I knew this wouldn't go so well because I saw your rate, rating of the thing, and I was yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit! Fuck! I, what? Like, what could I even guess here? I mean, I don't want to help you. I'd like to. Uh, you get fucked, mate. You got no idea. Do you know it? Do you no, know I have no idea. I have less of an <laughs> oh, idea than he does, and he has no idea. It would have been even better had you known. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even take a pun. It's like that bloody question that Duty gave us with the Millennium Falcon. I've got no fucking idea. Yeah, that was bullshit. Oh, sorry. I thought this was the easiest of the bunch. I really uh, did. I, in my head too, but again, I grew up with you. Yeah. So. Uh, let's let's call it Freedom Six. <laughs> wow, that's the best you got. What are you I've fucking got, got there? Go on. <laughs> the, the, the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> 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 I wish it was that now. <laughs> I reckon I would have got that one wrong if, if you had asked me the question about no, what, what ships one, in the that Matrix. That I would have gotten. Okay. gotten uh, so the answer is the USS Sulaco. That was my next fucking guess. Could you believe it? <laughs> no. no, neither could I. <laughs> wow, so that... Oh, Jesus, we did better than I thought here. That closes this round. Like, we've still already, got a question got to go. You have already won this. Woo! May I say that this game is hard as fuck? I'm surprised. <laughs> like my... <laughs> 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 
You're sporting a bit of wood. Oh, man. All right. And, well, let's do the last ones anyway. Uh, the last question here is a collaboration, so you guys can discuss this one. Okay. Oh, and it is in the category of movie release dates. The following three comic book films all came out in 2008. List them in the order they were released from earliest to latest. Oh, Fucking hell. The Dark Knight, Iron Man, yep. and The Incredible Hulk. Well, I know Incredible Hulk was after Iron Man. Was it? Oh, yes, it yes, was. Because Iron Man's the first. All right. I think the order he said it in is correct. Yeah. So the only question is, does... Yeah. Was Dark Knight early? Or the other question is, was, was Hulk before... No, Dark Knight would have come out middle of the year. Bang smack in the middle of... And I had some vague recollection was out in July. Yeah, you may be right. So that means Iron Man, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Which is Hulk? What? Yeah. Okay, you want Yeah, to I'm all right with that. Yep. Okay, Iron Man, Dark Knight, Hulk. You guys are correct in the fact that The Incredible Hulk comes after Iron Man, but you are incorrect in the answer. Oh. So Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, and The Dark Knight. Ooh. Okay, so they both did come out before. Wow. Well, yeah. all right. There you are. No, nice, nice. Nice one. Good, good one. Good suker. Uh, all right, here we go. In our last question, and obviously one that you can collaborate on, in the category of games we used to play on our show, what <laughs> 1990s film had the tagline of Earth? It was fun while it lasted. Ooh, okay. Immediately what comes to mind for me is yeah. Mars Attacks. Uh, it was fun while it la- that That would fit. Yeah. That's a very comical alien thing. No other serious type, like Independence Day, no. Uh, it's not 90. Did you just say Independence Day was not 90s? Hold on. Is it 90s or the year 1990? 90s. 90s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mars Attacks isn't 90. I think we just go Mars Attacks. We've lost. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's do it. Mars Attacks. No, you were, no. you were at the wrong end of the decade. It was Armageddon. Wow. <laughs> it was I, fun I, while it lasted. I wouldn't have picked that. I'm looking at the answer going, fuck, is that really? Is that that, that so doesn't fit with the movie. Funny. Like, It doesn't fit with the movie at all. It's a very serious kind of, not, it's a not serious what? movie. You were talking about a movie where a bunch of drillers yeah, go but, up to, to yeah, plant yeah, a yes, bomb no, on an asteroid Paul, think about it. Like, you're, you're putting the tagline yeah, on the, the poster of this very serious looking Armageddon movie. And it's like, hey, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. That doesn't, Armageddon doesn't exactly. look like comedy. That sounds like Mars Attack. I thought it, I, Independence Day 1, which I almost went with. I can't, it was something like... Uh, it was a very similar kind of tagline. And that's and you said Independence Day. I thought, okay, here we go. Now they're going to get to it. Yeah, well, yeah. I wouldn't have got that one for the record. So well done, fellas. <laughs> probably, I probably got it wrong on our show when we did it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh Who knows? man, we got we got flogged right. on that one. Well done. That is disappointing. That's no, all right. <laughs> it's it's okay. all it's all about to change because, dear God, when I made Wayne have a practice run at this game, <laughs> <your> next game. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to that game, shall we? Which is. Wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Where basically both teams have three actors or actresses and the other team has to guess what are their four known four movies on the IMDb page. All right, guys, we asked you the question first last time. We'll go first in answering the question this time. And I'll go first. I'll go first on this one. Okay. All right. Uh, In that case, I'm going to have to lead it off with uh, the nemesis of our podcast, a guy who has a leading fight with... uh, date with Wayne and that is and I think he might even be in, in your fair city very close to now it's Steven Seagal <laughs> <laughs> oh no I you know I've seen one Steven Seagal movie yeah me too <laughs> and it's not it's not even like a Steven Seagal starring movie like it's it, it, it's okay I won't say it yet because it could come up but alright <laughs> oh fuck here we go oh man this is fucked okay let's uh, let's go <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't know this one either Under Siege Under Siege uh, ding 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 correct alright uh, executive decision. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, God damn it. Come on. Lift. 
Fuck. <laughs> what? The best, the best Leighton Hewitt rev up ever. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to go back on your episode against John Claude Van Damme. Like, what movies did you say on that list from his? That, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> uh, I just assumed everyone loves Steven Seagal the way that we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the movie that I've seen, and I know it's not on there. Machete. No, it's not on there. Sure, I can't remember. Yeah, he's, he's the, the... Just say no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last one... I don't even know if this is a real movie. Under Siege 2. <laughs> Under Siege 2 is a real movie, but no, it's not. So the three you missed were On Deadly Ground, Ooh. obviously very well known to you both, Exit Wounds, Exit Wounds, <laughs> and his very first film, uh, Nico Above the Law. Which, fair enough. Oh, come on. I'm legitimately surprised that Mark for Death and Hard to Kill went on yeah, there. Yeah, that's what's Exit, weird. Exit Wounds is the one where he's fat and has a goatee, isn't it? Well, hang on. Narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those. That's the one with DMX in it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, man, that was hard. Wow, that was hard. Oh, shit. You going to go first? Uh, okay, because oh. I'm sure I'm going to finger this. All right. All right. Wayne, we've got for you Halle Berry. Ooh. Ooh. So what's she known for? How many do I have to pick? Four. Uh, four. Four. All right. So I'm going to say Monster's Ball. Very good. Hey, well done. All right. Um... Swordfish? No. Damn it, she showed her titties in there. That's exactly why I was, <laughs> I was, I was sensing a theme there, Wayne. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say that one first. I, I know, I should have just gone titties. No, so... Halle <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Berry, she was big in... Uh, well, she won for Monsters Ball, so that's always going to be on there. Let's say... Huh. Catwoman. Oh, Jesus. Well, then she maybe hey, she's Paul, known for it. Paul, Paul, back up, mate. Down, Paul. That is on there. Oh! <laughs> player, player, player! Holy That's shit! Right. I need, I need to. Take it back! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! All right. Uh, okay, and so I just gotta think of one more. Um, geez, I don't even know what else she's been in. Uh, it won't be that stupid Bruce Willis movie. It won't be. Geez, I'm gonna say Boomerang. Fuck it. Uh, I haven't even heard that movie. What is Boomerang? <laughs> Boomerang is a movie she did in the '80s with Eddie Murphy. Piece now let me tell shit. you. It's a fucking great movie, okay? The movie where Eddie Murphy's like an ad exec, she fucks with him, she gets some shit all good. It's, 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 a, it's a good-ass movie, man. You know you what? I'll take, you, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Eddie's not on the list, obviously. The other two wow. you missed were Die Another Day. Come on, James Ooh. Bond, come fucking on. Fucking hell, what's my problem? <laughs> I should have said that. Shit. I wouldn't have got that one. And, wow, and uh, totally Gothica. Oh, wow. Wow, didn't think of that friend. I thought X2. Oh, yeah. Storm. Yeah, no, oh, none of the X-Men are on there. Yeah, I thought an yeah, X-Men would have been on there. possibly the new Kingsman movie, Golden Shittle. Oh, I forgot that too. <laughs> How could you, you forget that? The name is accurate. <laughs> In the James Bond movie, the name was Jinx. What? Wow. Oh, that's what Whoa. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Blowing you everyone's mind. <laughs> uh, all right, well, so it's over to Dean Wayne. Okay, we're looking for the known four for this actor, Kurt Russell. Whoa. Okay. Okay, let's go the thing. I mean, sure. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on a sec. What are you doing? Just I'm leave it where it is. Really? Isn't this known for? i got to scroll. No, like, no, no, no. Just stay in the front for you. Dude. <laughs> oh, it's the front You're not four. looking for the ones I say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was. I totally was. I didn't know the game was played. Sorry, clip ring. Sorry, guys. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's not in the top Ooh. Are you fucking kidding what? me? I know. That is that is utterly ridiculous. I 100% agree. Yeah. Actually, I'm fucking amazed at that. All right. In fact, you won't believe what is. <laughs> <in this laughs> <top>. <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
Alright, let's go Big Trouble in Little China. And you struggled to get that out. Oh! Also not here. Again. This is the same Kurt Russell we're talking about here. The guy from Thing and it Big is. Trouble in Little China. That's the guy. That's how I would have described it. This is it. a setup. Alright, uh, what about Tango and Cash? Tango and Cash is indeed on here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> now I'm uh, now I'm disappointed because some everyone's got at least one and I still have to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, last pick. I'll say Escape from New York. This is really weird, but the one that's on here is Escape from LA. Oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. So. Full verifying. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. The four were the hateful eight, escape from fucking LA, fucking executive decision. That one oh. And then Tango and Cash. Okay. So, Dean, uh, you should have got hateful eight. I didn't <laughs> think it would be on there. He's not known for that. He's known for fucking old. Apparently, no, he is the, known for it. Did you just hear the answers? The thing is an absolutely great decision. It no, it's great. That, call. It, that's, it, I would have said the same thing. So forget about it. That is a weird page. There you are. Okay. All right. All right. So, oh, jeez, are we on? Oh, what's the, boy. What's the score here? We're at two, and you're at two, but you've got an extra round here. <laughs> well, yeah, but I can still go zero. So this could be all tied up heading into the deciding joint Ooh. efforts. Well, fingers all crossed. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> here we go, Paul. Your actress is Angelina Jolie. Oh, Jesus. Fantastic. Oh, come on. At least we love her, and she's our age. Word. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to say salt. No. Mm. Tomb Raider? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? oh. Wait, what is she? Oh, oh Jesus. Um, Girl Interrupted? Yes. Good yeah. job. Oh, my God. I'm there you go. go. Well done. All right, on the board at least. A big, huge sigh of relief over here. <laughs> huh. Not going to be the second Tomb Raider then. <laughs> Because that would just be fuck. Well, well, fucking escape from LA was on the other one. <laughs> it's not, you're, you're right. Um, I don't even know what that one's called. Um, what Cradle else is she? Cradle Light. It is called Cradle Light. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was like a Lion King song. I... Circle of Life. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're stalling for time. Uh, I, 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 Bust I, it out. And I got nothing. I've got nothing. What um, about? You don't feel on one. No, 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 you can't. You can't. Help. I don't know. I'm just help. saying. I'm just no, I'm not gonna pick that one now because I know what you were. Dodgy, dodgy, Wayne over oh. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pick it. I knew that he wouldn't have done that shit. So I'm just saying. I can barely even think of any other film that she was in. Um, 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 um. I know she directed Changeling. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne is giving me the absolute you are a dickhead look. (laughs) (laughs) Hackers. All right. Hackers? No. These guys are so young they've never seen it. I've seen it. Definitely seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like you chose hackers? Hackers, really? Yeah, I can't I honestly just <laughs> blanked on what else she was in. First movie is a thing. Oh, what? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No. No. Also not no. wanted, by the way. So <laughs> no, So what what's the point? <laughs> 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 Alright, so we've got Maleficent. Oh, I would never have really? that. Really? Changeling. And the ever popular The Tourist. I thought about saying I think of The Tourist. I was like, wow, because that was a piece of shit, that movie. Absolutely. We are up by one coming into the last round. Yeah, you're one up. Oh my god, what is this last round? Alright, here we go then. So it's this joint and oh sorry, I'll let I'll let Yeah, you guys. No, 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 no. Host the show, Paul, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was more explained to Wayne, but yeah. Alright, so uh, I went an 80s action star. I decided to be a little bit... The, the Oscars are coming up. So, Francis McDormand. 
Ooh. Okay. So, right, well, surely. So, wait, hang on. Bloody. We're going to talk here. So, okay. Wayne, do not react. Yeah. Here. <laughs> 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 point directly at you. <laughs> all good. All good. Okay. So, obviously. Fargo. Okay. I th- yeah. I think we think Fargo is going to be. Surely we throw in three billboards. Uh, yeah. I think that has to be on there. I think one of, one of your faves, almost famous. Almost famous. Yeah. It could be on there. All right. So, what else? Can you think that she's in? <laughs> the fourth one I can think of is Moonrise Kingdom, but that's that's so far in the distance. That is if we cannot actually think of anything else. Those first three, do you think they're absolute locks? I, I think they're locks. I mean, they're locks that we're going to say them. Yeah. <laughs> they're All not right. locks that they'll be there. <laughs> All right. Look, we'll go with those? Yeah. We'll, yeah. Okay, we'll so go, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go, go one at a time. See so how we go. We'll go Fargo. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we'll go three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Ab- absolutely. There were two softballs there. Oh, too soft. Ooh. Oh, no, he's throwing us oh, off. No, he doesn't want us to say the next one. There. Nah, he knows, he's full of shit. He he's full of shit. About to, about to pick almost famous. Uh, <laughs> I don't know now. He's got my head. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in all fairness, what else, what else yeah, have we got? Yeah, this is a problem. Yeah. If only we knew more. <laughs> oh, so we go that. Yeah, go almost famous. Correct. Yes. Whoa! Three for three. Right. Smoking. Here we go. Last one. Okay. Okay. Is okay. It, what else is Just, here? Come on. Think. Remember, the only person who's got four out of four is Dave from Super Movie Bros. Fuck so, you, Dave. Let's... <laughs> all right. Uh... Okay, so... All... <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> all, I've, all I've got is Moonrise Kingdom. Now, if you can think of anything else, I'll I'll accept it. Oh, you are too generous. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and surely yeah, she no, she, no she, surely she's in Colin Fields. Isn't she in The Big Lebowski? But she's, no, she's not known for that. No. What did she do before... Fargo. Isn't there a film that she did that she's known for that I do well, She's not married know for? to one of the um the Cohens. That's why I'm talking about it. Um Keep up. What's the What's that early stuff? Blood Simple, Raising Arizona, The Hudsucker Proxy. Nice. Barton Fink, Miller's Crossing. Okay. Is, is she in any of those? <laughs> we should do a uh, known for Cohens. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Look, we gotta go. We gotta go. Moonrise Kingdom. All right, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh my God! Well done, gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> God. that was oh, it. Man. We just got Roger made. All yep, that piss that fun around. Yeah, these guys didn't spit or anything. They just fucking jammed <laughs> it in. Nailed it. I just held it out to Wayne and showed him the phone, and he's like, <laughs> "My asshole bled immediately." <laughs> wow. Holy That's shit! Good. It's gonna make it's gonna make it uh, even going into the drafting. That's good. Well, you guys, you can get all four here. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not just hear my effort on Angelina Jolie? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how you guys go here. We've got for you for a collaboration, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I, I had that on my list to pick for you guys, and then I edited it out when it was only five instead of three, three instead of five. Uh, okay, well then I'm hoping this you is, have some answers here. Yeah, um, Creed. Sure. Creed is one, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm locking in Creed. Right, Creed? Very yes. good. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't want to pick on it because you clearly know. I mean, in my head, it's fucking Cobra. In my head, it's fucking <laughs> well, Rocky. Well, thank God. Well, Rocky's <laughs> legitimately got to be. I mean, it's this thing. Should we go wanna, ro- you wanna, Rocky? Yeah, okay. Rocky. Very good. good. All right. Okay. Right. One away from tying. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I daren't say Kang- Tango and Cash again because it's only men- been mentioned like Shit. seven times this episode. I so. got nothing. And obviously, I looked at this like a week ago, and yeah, I've forgotten. I'm, I'm basically <laughs> looking to you, and you fucking forgotten. Well done, ass. Um, I mean, if Tango and Cash was on Kurt Russell's, surely it's on Celeste Alone. But the look on your face, and I, I, it's not—it's not jumping out at me okay, like yes, so maybe but, as well. but but I got nothing better. Like, well, it's not fucking don't fucking don't shoot stop on my mobile shoot. shoot. It ain't that fucking <laughs> one. 
Man, maybe it is. You're scared from Ellie was on Kurt Russell. If it, if it's stop or my mum will shoot, we should just, we just like, retire. We just give the fuck up. Yep. That's it. Uh, um, but it could be over the top. <laughs> Man, over the top is big in the time. No, what about what about? Come on, let's, what's his other oh, wait, most uh, iconic? The, the, Rambo, the Copland, Copland. Oh, Rambo, Cop- Rambo, Rambo. First blood, first, first blood, or first blood part two. This is, uh, this is tough. Shit, let's go with. Damn it, I don't know. Look, Rambo for me, but I was. That's when I was. So you're talking first blood? First blood. All right, first blood. No. No. Oh! Son of a bitch. That means Rambo's on there, right? Do mm. we go Tango and Cash? Man, in my head, it's Copland. But okay, Tango and Cash. No. Copland. Let's go Copland. You sure? Yeah. All right, let's go. Copland. Copland. Oh, sigh of relief. Nah. No, I was nah. genuinely worried when you said you almost gave this Yeah, to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was it? What was it? Should have stuck with Rocky. It's uh, Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> that is shit. <laughs> that does now ring an absolute bell. <laughs> 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 Really useful, Paul. Ah, <laughs> oh, we lost by one. That yeah, was, it's, an, it's an honourable loss, and and geez, they had hit four in a row to get. Oh my God, that was difficult. Man, well done, Woo! well done, gentlemen. Very well played. Thank you, thank you. All right, this is how we like it when we have one apiece heading into the last round for you listeners to vote because we're doing a movie draft. Now, Paul and Wayne, you pick the draft. What do you got? Uh, as in the the subject is top eighties action films. Boom. All right, and you guys get to decide who wants to go first out of you guys or us. Uh, you guys. Yeah, all right. Okay. You guys go first. Cool. And who do you want out of us two to go first? Oh, Dean's the wild card. Go, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> How am I a wild card here? <laughs> How are you not? <laughs> all right. Let's kick this off with a movie that we have talked more about than any other movie <laughs> by a mile. Our first ever movie. We're going to go Die Hard. Correct. That's a, that's a good first God choice. Did you just say correct? <laughs> correct. I did. Thank you. Because that's what was not on our list. <laughs> I look forward to your vote, Paul. <laughs> your choice is absolutely correct. <laughs> subjective choice. You're, you're my approval. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, who's going to go first out of you two? Paulie. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, Prick. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to have to go Predator. Yeah, yeah I knew you were going to do that. All right, Wayne, what do you got? I am going to go with, fuck it, Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, Raiders good, are the good last choice. Good. Okay, for me, just because we banged on about it earlier, I'm going Aliens. Nice, nice oh, choice. I know. Shut up your ass, Paul. Banged on about it with your ignorance of it. Dean, what are you taking here for us? I'm going to take, what do we got? The Terminator. Good. Good pick. All right, so it's back to me. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go Lethal Weapon. Cool. All right, that's that's here at that's some point on my list. It's not as good as the other picks, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wayne, what do you got for us? Robocop. Yep. Dare, dare I say that on our list, that is <laughs> For real? Okay, yeah. Youngst- wow. Youngsters. Real- don't, don't youngsters? Yeah, they don't know this ball of open. All right, it's all good. It's all good. Hopefully there'll be some old fuckers like us booting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, my pick, I'm going to take Commando. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Seems, seems all right. Yeah, so it's oh, God. <laughs> Tell us how you really oh, feel. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. 
Paul not getting too enthusiastic. <laughs> it's one of about 12 you could have picked there. So. <laughs> definitely, definitely a choice. Oh, I see you smacking them. I see what's going on here. Everyone's on everyone. I got it. I got it. All right. The last pick here for us is a collab. All right, Dean, what are your thoughts here based on this list? Based on this list that we are talking about. I mean, it's hard. <sighs> Hey, Paul didn't make a dick joke. Well, I, was I, I was rubbing my eye, but what I was going to say is, well, it's not as hard as when we were winning. Also, what eye were you rubbing? There you go. Oh, there it is. We have a winner. That's how you make a dick joke, Paul. <laughs> Takes one to tell one. Good, good one. Not bad. So I know, I know you're a massive Batman yeah, fan. Yeah, I mean, I want, I want to take Batman. Batman? Yeah. Is that you, what you said? Yeah. Oh, oh well, that's okay. yeah, you like, may have heard of him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Heard of him? Just don't think of him as an '80s action film. But anyway, <laughs> oh, here we go. Came out in the '80s. What what other genre is it then, Paul? Uh, superhero, comic book, sort of slash <laughs> origin story. Uh, <laughs> a very specific Much genre. Right, we're taking Batman. We're going to take yeah, Batman. Batman. We'll All right, so we've got five more on the list there. Okay. I, I, I think either the, the two that are numbered, one of those two. So You can talk. We're done. You can talk freely. Capture the... Yeah, we either capture the international vote with the killer, but then these people are young who listen to Daniel and Dean. Yeah, I don't... So oh, I totally know the killer, and I would vote for you if you had the killer on Yeah, your absolutely. List. I can't believe I didn't He's totally fucking with us. He's fucking with how us. About, how about a bit of Aussie action? A bit of... Go the Aussies love Mad Max 2? Yeah, I think given the audience here, I mean, are we... Or Mad Max 2. Mad, Mad Max, Max 2. 2. Okay. All right, yeah, that's that's uh, what I had next on my list anyway. Wow, that was pretty. It was pretty pretty close here. Like if, uh, looking down the list, the only one that's not on there is Batman eighty nine. Laugh it up. You watch how many comments say, "Wow, great pick, Batman." Wow, Batman eighty nine won it for that for, for the home team. It, Batman eighty nine. Batman eighty nine. Batman around five and a steal. Wayne will actually log into Twitter for the first time in his life and vote for you guys. <laughs> Batman eighty nine is Batman eighty nine, son. Yeah, absolutely. So let's recap the teams here. We've got Die Hard, Aliens, The Terminator, Commando, and Batman. And you guys have got The Predator, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Lethal Weapon, Robocop, and Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. You're right, except for, can we just clarify, not The Predator. Predator. Did I say that? <laughs> Did I say The Predator? Nice try. Nice try. The Predator. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch what poster I put up to. <laughs> Alright, so we'll put this poll out about 24 hours after we release the episode and it'll be a blind draft as we've been doing recently. We feel like yeah, that's, that's a good idea. makes it a little bit, yeah, a little bit more uh, fair. More, fair. We we're just winning too much, you know, we we're feeling bad. So <laughs> Yeah, we don't bother with this whole, on our show it's like, you know, home team versus away team. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's do the poll on our own Facebook page yep. and, 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 com- and put on there, this is our team, you will vote for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what you do, Paul. You you and Wayne, I see it. You got. uh, Let's do the votes. Paul's awesome list and Wayne's terrible shit list. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) no shit. He's a fucking (laughs) puppet master. Absolute bastard. So, you know, that's uh, good. It makes it even more embarrassing when you lose Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And I lose a lot. All right, that's going to do it for the Pod V Pod. Guys, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, guys. A ton of fun. This was awesome. Heap of fun. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a blast and all the best with the show. It's a great show. Really enjoy it. No worries. And before you go, where can the listeners find you? Go ahead and Google the Countdown Podcast, uh, the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast, or send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at the Countdown PC. And as mentioned, we do have a Facebook listener community if you want to get on board there as well. Excellent. All right. 
Well, thanks again, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, fellas. Cheers. See you. All right, let's get into... That's my question! The question, jerk! Which is, what is your favourite 80s horror film? And let's start over on our patron with our lovely patrons. First off, from Mr. Shane Jeffrey. Well, if we're counting The Terminator, which I consider a horror film, then The Terminator. Otherwise, Christine. Next up, Paul from The Countdown, The Thing. By the length of McCready's obviously massive penis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well said. Ben Mulverhill says, The Shining is one of my all-time favourites. Kubrick took on the horror genre and hit the ball out of the park. Next up from Joe Banyard, it's got to be The Evil Dead for me. So rewatchable and so bloody fun. Have you seen The Evil Dead? I have not. Really? Have you? Yeah, I have. Really? I have seen The Evil Dead. Are you a fan? We'll find out in our top five, won't we? Yes, we will. And our last one here on Patreon from Chris Beardsall. The 80s was a spectacular time for horror, but for me, there was only one masterpiece, and that is The Shining. Hmm. Very good answers. Let's have a quick look over on our Facebook here from Dipak Patel Hellraiser. I remember watching it as a teenager and scaring the crap out of me, and what the fuck were those friggin' Cenobites? I haven't seen Hellraiser, so I don't know what a Cenobite is. <laughs> me neither, but it sounds <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> okay, Dean, let's go over to Twitter. What do we got? All right, we got from Julio from The Contrarians. Not much of a horror fan, but Cronenberg's remake of The Fly is so, 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 so good. That's a lot of so's. I say there's not enough. Ooh, spoiler alert for your list. No, nah, no, nah, that's, probably, that's probably enough. <laughs> Falls a lot. Ben the Third says Friday the 13th. From Morphic Fields, lots of great films, but The Thing always comes out on top. From Still Any Good, an American werewolf in London. Scary, funny, sexy, and it's got Rick Mile in it. What more could you possibly want? Uh, maybe someone to tell me who Rick Mile is? <laughs> He sounds familiar. Does he? He really does. From Wondersoul, Nightmare on Elm Street. Movie messed me up for life. Lol. That lol was from him to say no. Not me. <laughs> Here's one from Film Knobs, The Thing. I think it's Carpenter's best film, and Rob Botton's alien effects are just incredible. Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings says, I feel like I'll get shit for this, but Day of the Dead. Are you going to give him shit? Well, no, because I like Gareth. <laughs> oh, okay, that's all right then. <laughs> Gidget on the Rue says, really was the decade of amazing horror, but it always has to be the thing. Low Carb Monster 8 says, child's play. Here's one from the hashtag no offense show. Not that it was the best, but as a child, ghoulies really fucked me up. From the cinema guys, so many good ones came out in the 80s. The thing is my favorite with Hellraiser a close second. And let's do one more here from Mario in the bar. The original still kind of creeps me out today. Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, thank you very much, everyone who put in a response. But Dean, let's do our top five 80s horror films. All right, Dean, what's your number five, mate? My number five is a movie that I watched a lot when I was younger. Have not seen seen in probably 20 years mm-hmm. and I don't plan on seeing it again it's Gremlins holy shit that's my number five nice yeah I think I saw it maybe two years ago oh that's really recent yeah does it hold up I'm really worried that film would just be garbage on a rewatch I really enjoyed it it's made my top five horror films okay from the 80s nice yeah. alright back to you friend what's your number four well friend my number four is The Fly are you kidding me that's my number four too nice <laughs> nice wow we're <laughs> Here we oh, go. I'm really, I'm a bit concerned here. Dean, you watch number three? Oh, God. It's The Thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my number three, too. Is it, are we going to have the same list? Is this, is this the first time we're going to have the exact same list? Watch your number two. It's The Shining. Yes. Oh, we are. Oh, my 
my God. Okay. And, I mean, there's no question about it. Number one is, of course, the Terminator. Has to be the Terminator. Absolutely. Wow. That is a bang on five for five. Same list. Dude, that's shocking. Wow. Maybe, we're, maybe. We're too similar. Maybe it does talk to the limited number of films we've seen in this genre yeah. from that particular decade. Yeah, when I was looking at the list of the quote-unquote 80s horror films that I've seen, wasn't much to choose from for me. So, But, you know, still got them in order as well. Not bad. Impressed. Yeah, I think I have seen an, a fair few more than you have, but, yeah, there's no, there's nothing really that stands out for me. Like, Child's Play is a lot of fun, same as Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, I, I didn't mind The Lost Boys. Christine is great, but for me, that five is what it is. And what a terrific five it is, if Indeed. I do say so myself. <laughs> And since next week is our Academy Awards Challenge, we're going to ask you guys out there, which film is going to win Best Picture this year? So obviously- Please try and limit it to the ones that are actually <laughs> nominated. We don't want to see any Infinity War picks. <laughs> so we'll see how we go there. Okay, let's take a look at the results of the second round in our Best 1950s Film Tournament. First match here, no surprises. 12 Angry Men, the number one seed, takes out Dial M for Murder with a 77% victory. Next up, a much, much closer one. North by Northwest against Singing in the Rain. And with a 53% score, North by Northwest takes it out. Yeah, and there a couple of votes there. That was close. Mm. Not so close this one here. Sunset Boulevard, the number four seed, takes out Ben Hur with a 72% victory. I can see Dean is... Loving this. Yeah, not hard to see why. <laughs> Next match up here, we've got Paths of Glory against Some Like It Hot, and the ever-popular Some Like It Hot takes it out. Mm, that's the underdog in that one. The number 12 seed takes out the number 5. Mm. Not the case here, though, as the number 2 seed, 7 Samurai, takes out On the Waterfront with a 79% victory. Next up, we've got Vertigo, defeated Rashomon, 71% to 29. Rear Window takes out the bridge over the River Kwai with a 77% victory. And lastly, in the biggest margin, All About Eve at 89% takes out Witness for the Prosecution. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but I know we had, I think, three differences in our picks in our bracket tournament going on here. I think you got at least two to my one. And considering you're already two points up in the previous round, I'm on the back burner yeah, for this tournament. I am I am the raging favourite to win this decade. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all... Yet again. <laughs> I think I'm almost, like, TKO'd out of this bracket already. <laughs> Okay, so we won't be putting up round three's battles yet because this week will be our Pod v Pod draft. Okay, we're going to take one more break here, give you a couple of promos from some awesome podcasts once again, and we'll be back on the other side with what else we've been watching. The Film Inquiry Podcast Network has taken the talented writers from FilmInquiry.com and given them a new outlet to express their unique and informed opinions. The network has three shows that cover an array of topics. Filmography Inquiry discusses the entire works of your favorite directors or actors, giving each film a thorough examination. Junk About Movies takes new releases and puts a spin on them, creating fun brackets, rankings, trivia contests, and more. Finally, Planet Smollywood covers all the indies you need to know about. So subscribe to the Film Inquiry podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Film Inquiry Pod and visit FilmInquiry.com for the best movie coverage around. Hey listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you all for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show to get our name out there and there's a couple of ways you can help us. 
yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. You know, let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and another personal favourite of mine, CastBox. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at twitter.com slash imdbjourney, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash imdbjourney, or you can email us at imdbjourney at gmail.com. Exactly. Another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes for us. And Dean, we got another awesome iTunes review here from Brad Hargis. This is such an entertaining and fun show. These guys are very knowledgeable with shows, and they're having fun. It makes you want to come back for more each week. Thank you very much, Brad. We're glad to have you back each week, Brad. Or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more, why not check out our Patreon, where we post another weekly show, breaking down films not on the IMDb Top 250 list. Yeah, that's right. What have we got coming up this week, Hendo? Well, Dean, we're into our last Edgar Wright film, and that is Baby Driver. Oh, baby. That's going to be a good one, I reckon. Yep. Start your engines. Here we go. Vroom, vroom. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. Do you know what I hate, Bex? What's that? Movie trailers. Seriously, we go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've got to wait 10-15 minutes to watch like 7 or 8 trailers for movies some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already, I don't want to see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a, you know, like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, that we try and do every single week? that you can find on Spreaker and iTunes, or you can check out on garrisrandomramblings.space. You know what? I love trailers. They're the best. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. All right, before we get into this segment of what else we've been watching, just a quick reminder, as usual, we will not be spoiling these films, so if you haven't seen them, have no fear. All right, Dean, what's your magic number this week? An impressive six. Not bad, not bad. What have you got, 16? No, 13. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take a, a seat back then and uh, let's hear you ramble on for a while. Okay, my number 13 is not a good film. It's called The Party. Okay, what is that? It's a film that came out last year. It stars a couple of people you might know. It's got Kristen Scott Thomas in it. It's got Cillian Murphy. Bruno Garns is in it. No, who's, not who, ringing any bells. Who is Bruno Garns? He's just from the house that Jack built, and he played Hitler oh, in that the Downfall. Guy. Yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. And this is like it kind of feels like a play that's cut, that's gone in, that's been put into a movie, and it's about a bunch of people who come around to someone's house thinking they're gonna have a party. And all these revelations come out about their lives and a whole bunch of nonsense. Okay. And it's boring. It's quick, which is probably the only positive thing about it. It goes for about 70 minutes. What? Yeah. It's all set in the one place in this in this tiny house. I don't know. I didn't get any of the characters. There's a lot of, lot of revelations, a lot of arguments. I just didn't buy into their characteristics and who they were as people. It was really just kind of a letdown for me. That's a shame. Okay, on to my number 12, and I'm sure you're going to love this one, Dean. It is Aquaman. 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 Uh, you know, I'm not surprised. You hate fun. <laughs> there I just, I there just... is so much to love in this film. There's so much. Just just sit back, turn off a bit, and enjoy what I you're did. seeing. I did. I sat back. I there turned are off. sharks with oh, freaking laser beams attached to their Your review, is it? <laughs> it was ridiculous, and ridiculous in a bad way. I thought... 
ah, I just thought it was all over the joint. It goes for so bloody long. Jason Momoa is okay in it. I didn't think anyone else was that was that good in it. Nicole Kidman is God. It's not not good. Uh, oh, what's his name? Patrick Wilson. No, I didn't buy it. Uh, I thought the uh, the other villain guy he had a good setup. It was going well, but then it just it was dusted at the half like halfway through the film, and that never came back. I was like, oh, okay, that was I guess the good point of the film is gone now. It it wanted to be so many different things. Black Manta was the good point of the film for you. Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? No, it's good. I'm, I'm glad that you liked it. Cool. Uh, I just I got a little frustrated watching this film. Like it just. Were you sexually frustrated? No, I wasn't. It was. It just got a little grating on me. It could like could it have been better? <laughs> I didn't know what I was expecting. Coming Are you saying it could not have been better? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this you're right. This is probably exactly what I expected from this film. I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was a slog. And yeah, hey, well at least it's uh it's better than Suicide Squad. That is my glowing review. Okay, is, put that on the cover. It is better than Suicide Squad. Well. There's someone out there that likes Suicide Squad. Not you, though. Just say something bad about DC. (laughs) Do it! Will Will Smith's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's a couple of reviews here from you guys out there. First one from the Cinema Guys. Yes, it's cheesy, but I had so much fun with this. DC's most comic booky movie yet. Here's one from Lisa C. Aquaman was completely ridiculous and not in a good way. The only funny part was referring to the guy as Ocean Master. That wasn't supposed to be a joke, but the movie had been so ridiculous up to that point that I couldn't help but laugh. What's wrong with Ocean Master? (laughs) Sounds ridiculous. He's the master of oceans. (laughs) God. Here's one from Jimmy Roberts. As a huge DC fan, I went into this expecting a lot. My man. Unfortunately, it didn't deliver. (laughs) I turned that back. (laughs) Shot your load too quickly. Perhaps my, expect- of my life. <laughs> Perhaps my expectations were too high. The effects didn't wow me as it did others. People talking normally underwater and their voices sounding normal. I also found most of the jokes forced. Spot on. Okay, my number 11 film is a film that I'm surprised got a lot of Oscar noms, buzz, everything. Cold War. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see that yet, but I'm, I'm definitely keen. I'd still say check it. Like, I don't recommend it, but... But you want me to watch it. Yeah, I'd say watch it. Yeah. Just because I want to get your opinion on it. It's coming from the guy who's making me watch life itself. Yep. I mean, that's just a a piss take, really. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you liked about Cold War? How was the cinematography? That was actually probably the best part of the film. I didn't mind that it was shot in black and white. It looked really good for what it was trying to present here. I think the issue I had with it is that I didn't buy the character's relationship. And I know that is... A hot take because I've seen that that's probably, that's one of the best things about the film. Apparently, I just didn't buy their journey throughout this film, and that really brings it down for me. Like it looks good, I just didn't buy the main characters, and that's basically it. I mean, if you're not on board with the main leads, you're gonna have a hard time enjoying it. Yeah. All right, Hendo, we're up to your top ten. Let's go. What's your number ten? My number ten was a bit of fun. Mum and Dad. Have you heard of this one? Uh, only from you. Yeah. Who seemed a bit excited for this one. <laughs> I wasn't going to watch it, but I thought, well, you know, it's a it's a quick film. Why the hell not? It's about a suburban community where mums and dads, one after the other, are mysteriously feeling the irresistible impulse to attack and kill their own offsprings. Did you say mysteriously? Yeah, you don't know why. You don't know why they're doing it. But they just <laughs> As decide- a father, I have some idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the reason why this stood out to me is because of one Nicolas Cage. 
Ah, yes. Who's in this as classic Nick Cage, absolute nutcase. And boy, does he bring it in this film. This He is the reason why I would recommend this. And that alone. The film itself is very average, but he brings that crazy Nick Cage to it. It's, it is stunning. So is it kind of like Mandy, except minus all the weird cult shit? Yeah, absolutely. I think you could get on board a bit more with this film. It's very quick. You know what's, you know the, the premise of the film, and you just watch it for Nick Cage. All Pretty right. much it. I might, I might check it out. Yeah. All right, number nine, Hendo. What do you got? Well, I don't know if this kind of spoils it, but my number nine is Reign of the Superman, because I also watched The Death of Superman as well, which is higher up on my list. So there you go. I think the first one was better than the second one. Really? Yeah, I do. I would disagree. Okay. Are you... Oh, no, you've already spoken about these, haven't you? No, I have. I just think the second one... I know you've obviously got a lot to say, but I just think the second one was just different. It was something I hadn't seen a lot of before, so I've seen a lot of animated DC films. I just thought the Reign of the Superman was a bit more original for me. No, I think the Reign of the Superman just passed as a passable film for me. Like, it, it just ticked over. Death of Superman, I thought was a lot better in terms of... I, I knew what was going on there, so watching Reign of... We'll talk about Reign of Superman here. I got a bit confused uh, throughout the film. I, I think there was a couple of comic book DC moments that would have had to known about f- to understand what was going on, where I was watching it and I was lost, which is not a good sign. In terms of, well, let's talk about Death of Superman as well. What number is Death of Superman? Number seven. So it's not too far okay. off, the, off here. So we may as well just talk about them. I really like the Death of Superman and the way it brought all, all the Justice League together. And I really liked the last part, the... You know, the what's not even a spoiler is that the death of Superman is the name of the bloody movie. Like I put on my letterbox, this is the Batman vs Superman that I wanted to see. This is the Doomsday Superman battle that I would have preferred to see. For me, there's no getting past Doomsday as a weak villain. I didn't mind him in that in that movie. Okay. Whereas in Batman vs Superman, he's just a CGI blob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just lacks. He lacks a bit of personality for me. But overall, both of these films, I did enjoy. Oh, they, were, good. they were good fun, and yeah, I learned a little bit about Superman. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Cool. All right, well, in between that, number eight is a film from last year that I rewatched and went down for me, Game Night. Okay. Yeah, I already spoke about it on a podcast a long time ago, but the jokes didn't stick with me this time. The jokes I laughed at the first time, I didn't laugh at as much this time, and it went down for me. I mean, isn't that sort of an easy thing for comedies where you've already heard the jokes, it's not going to be as funny on a second viewing? Yeah, but that's where you find the great comedies, the ones where the jokes still land every time you watch them. Dumb and Dumber. The jokes never get old. I laugh my ass off at Oz. And coming up as well, another comedy that I hadn't seen in ages I watched and laugh my ass off at. That's where you can find the mark of a good comedy. If you watch a comedy and you think it's funny, then you watch it again and it's not as funny, you know it doesn't stay with you. And this is what happened. All right. All right, we're up to my number six, and we're up to your number six, Dean. So hit us with yours. My number six is a film I watched because I'm very generous towards my children. I watched The Grinch. <laughs> and I, I felt, sidestepped that one. I felt like The Grinch watching this film. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought maybe I was just in a bad mood and seeing this cheery little Christmas movie did not do me any favours, but I just I got nothing at all from it. I thought the plot was very... like You can tell the plot just by the name of the film. Like It's just so... Much like The Death of Superman. It's just so predictable and... There's nothing new. I don't know why this film got made. Does he steal Christmas? Does he attempt to steal Christmas? What is Benedict Cumberbatch doing, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had, I had no idea that this actually had a decent voice cast until the credits. Like, it's just, this is garbage. I don't know what these... <laughs> I don't, like, honestly, I don't know what these people were signing on for, but... Paychecks. Easy paycheck. Easily my worst film I watched. Cool. All right. 
Well, my number six is a film I was surprised at how much I enjoyed. Bumblebee. Just. It just, it felt like, felt like I was watching multiple different movies in this thing. 
Like you start off, you got this heist. It's like, okay, this is what we're doing. And then it takes a hard left turn for the majority of the film. And the, I hated the end. Absolutely hated the ending. Yeah, I know what you're talking about and I agree. I thought, I'm surprised at how predictable this film was. Yeah. Like I... I, I like it. I lo- I really do. And I, I guess I probably was expecting more a couple of months ago, but after hearing and seeing some reviews that, it, it, you know, it started to, like the, the, the review started to lower and it got a lot of hype before it came out. And then when it finally came out and it, you know, didn't get any Oscar noms and all, all that stuff. And yeah, I kind of lowered my expectations on it. So I guess they were met to where I had it because I got a three and a half. Like I, I enjoyed it. It was okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I gave it three stars. For me, you've got Viola Davis who is a sensational actor but I didn't like her performance in this I thought it was very like melodramatic over the top and unnecessarily so I think Daniel Kaluuya was just okay in this film I've, I've heard a lot of things like oh he's so menacing yeah me and too like, really he, did, he was fine yeah, he was okay like yeah. he's I and would, I would argue it's one of his worst roles that's the to thing be with honest. this film it's, it's okay yeah yeah it's it's really nothing special I, I enjoyed it to a degree I was surprised like I was genuinely surprised at how predictable this film was because I was sitting there and I'm like I, you know I, I had my theories and all that and when the ones that I thought of turned out to be true I'm like wow I didn't expect that from some like a director like Steve McQueen who's come out with some really good films to, to do something so simple I guess uh, it just feels very commercial and I'm not sure that Steve McQueen is. The problem is though, like how they, they didn't they didn't market this as as they should have. Like they they, they talk about it as a heist film. There's... How would you market it? Exactly, I'm not sure it, what... is, it is a hard film to you know promote. Like it doesn't fit in with the heist genre, and it doesn't fit in with a a quiet drama genre either. Yeah. It's it's yeah. very mixed and muddled. It is. Okay, let's have a look at some reviews here, Dean. One from Cinema Recall. I highly enjoyed this flick. The acting from everyone was top-notch. I do wish that this was a series rather than a movie since this was an adaptation of a TV series. Did you you know that? You want more of this? I don't understand how anyone could call this film overrated since no one really saw it. Hmm. Speaking of which, next up from (laughs) Julio at the Contrarians. Overrated! It's fine. Great performances, ridiculous reveals, doesn't amount to much by the end, but maybe McQueen has spoiled us with his previous films. Maybe so. What do you think of his other three films? I really like them. Like, Hunger was a bit slow for me, but there were definitely elements and scenes in there that were very powerful. Shame is fantastic, and 12 Years a Slave is very solid. I haven't seen Hunger. That's something for you to think about next time, maybe, if you want to pick that for me. I'm just dropping something there. I really like Shame. I think you made me watch that a couple of years ago. And I really, yeah, really, really enjoy 12 Years a Slave. That's a really good, really solid film. Mm, good fun. Here's one from Kevin Brackett. It's good, but not great. Great director, great performances, and an okay script. Lots of plot holes. Viola Davis is fantastic as always and elevated the film. Glad to see McQueen reach the mainstream and hopefully it's a stepping stone to better things. From We Watched a Thing, a perfect example of an extremely well-made film that just isn't really all that good. Top cast, classy direction, but overall, too many characters not handled that well and a script and plot that lets it down. Yeah, there seems to be a general consensus along some of these reviews. Very average. All right, number five, Hendo, what you got? My number five is a documentary I watched recently called They Shall Not Grow Old. Oh, okay. I've heard really good things about this. This is the Peter Jackson World War One. Yeah, so... The documentary? Yeah, it is. It basically shows footage from World War One. that's, like, footage that no one's ever seen before. Like, they got dug up. Like, they no dug it one. up. They dug it all up, and they... Was it a time capsule? Well, what they've done is, is, like, the first, say, third of it is just old, scrappy footage of... 
people getting ready for the war. And the whole thing is interviews of people from the war talking. You don't see anyone. It's just it's just audio. Okay. What is it black? It's black and white. Yeah, but you don't see anyone. What are you watching? You're hearing. You're hearing the interviews. It's a movie. What are you watching? Do you understand what I'm saying? You're what listening are you to the watching? Interviews. Do you hear what I said? So is it a blank screen? You're listening to the interviews. You don't see them being interviewed. Okay. All right. You got it. What picture Good. is Moving being shown? On. And what happens is halfway through this film is it, they what they've done is they've restored this footage and they've t- they've made it bright and colourful. So it's, he's brought it back to life. And that's what I really like about this doco. It's stunning what he's done here. Using classic Peter Jackson you know, technology and, and brightening it all up, it made it really, really good. I, like, I thought that was fascinating how he did that. The problem is with this film is that's it. Like It shows them going to war. You see them in the trenches and how it was like going through war like that. You have about no man's land and, and all that stuff. And then they, they head home and that's the end of it. And all it is is just listening to these, but you don't know who any of these people are talking. You just know they're part of this war. So every voice is interchangeable. you got no... Connection. Connection, yeah, exactly, to any of these people who are talking. The, the, like I said, the best thing about this film was the restoration of some of this footage. Sounds a bit like Dunkirk. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't you dare say something negative. And I was actually waiting for a bit more to happen here, and it didn't, and it, and it started to drag for me, and yeah. I really, I really enjoyed the process of it, and it, was, it started off strong, but definitely sagged towards the end. Okay, here's a couple of reviews that are much more positive than me. Gidjavon LaRue, I honestly cannot promote this documentary high enough. I talk about it constantly. Even Pirate Angel says it's great. It's a shame it isn't getting much awards buzz for best documentary. Wow. I did, I did read, though, that it wasn't eligible for documentary because it wasn't uh, shown in theatres for long enough. That's odd. You'd think a Peter Jackson documentary would get a decent amount of... Uh, showing, wouldn't you? I don't know. I think it depends on what he wants to put out in the cinema. I mean, wouldn't he want it out? Wouldn't he want to try and get people to see it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he wants people to see it. Maybe not. This is coming from the guy who made (laughs) Lord of the Rings. He's like, yeah, I've, I've done enough. You don't need to see this. All right, mate, what's your number four? My number four is If Beale Street Could Talk. You ready for this? I've never been more ready for anything in my whole life. I'm yours in your mind, and that's it. You and me all the time. Honey, there's something I gotta tell you. Okay, I watched it too. Let's talk. Again, disappointed. See, I enjoyed this a lot more than you. Yeah, you did. There were some really good scenes. There were some really good scenes. In particular, one of the earlier scenes where both sides of the family get together and there's there's a really good uh, discussion there. I think that's the best part. Like the, In terms of scenes, that was the best in terms of the acting. I, like I really yeah. got invested that, in that scene. That was really strong. But I felt the start was really slow and it was it was it's just a slow movie for me. And I've heard so many reviews that just rave about this film. And a bit like Roma, like I get that it's... It's probably made in a way that's amazing, but I'm just not there with this critical darling. Like some of these movies like this, I really do enjoy. This one just didn't hit for me for some reason. See, I'm Tell- not I'm not there. I'm not there in terms of critical darling and it's a masterpiece in that. I think it I think it is a very well shot movie. I, I thought it was gorgeous to look at. Very good cinematography. I thought the acting was on point by a lot of people in this film. I bought into the story as well that was going on here and the characters and their issues they were going through. I think Barry Jenkins has a very good directing style. Like I really like Moonlight and Moonlight is a better film than this by far. Definitely. I just really like what he's presenting to us. 
in these films. And I didn't, I thought, yeah, okay, it's it's slow, but it's methodical. And I really enjoyed that. I don't know, like, I think those that combination of a decent story with some great acting, great cinematography, and really good direction from Barry Jenkins really made me enjoy this film. And I'll give it a four. Yeah, i give it a three. All right, got a couple of reviews over on Twitter for If Beale Street Could Talk from Corey Tatum. Such a beautifully told love story. Barry Jenkins does a beautiful job directing the leads to make you feel their intimacy and chemistry. Great cinematography and a beautiful score. Four stars. Spot on, Corey. And another one here from the Schlieker Spin. The best film of 2018 and in the running for one of the best of the decade. Wow. That is high praise. All right, Hendo, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Widows, so back to you for number three. Nice. My number three is Bumblebee, so right back Ooh. at you. My number three is a film I watched earlier today. It's a comedy that I haven't seen in a very long time, and I'm very happy to say that it holds up. South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, I was in stitches. I thought this isn't going to hold up, but no, it's so funny still. There, I was actively laughing out loud in some of these jokes. It's it's been this. I will say the down point of this film is it is very, very, very heavy on the songs. Like I would say it is almost it's more than fifty percent songs. Okay. Yeah. And some of them they're they're a bit outdated now. But there's a lot of them that I was just sitting there like singing. I'm like, I haven't seen this film in fifteen years. Yeah. I'm singing all these songs with it. It's catchy, it's great. Some of the jokes are just they just nail it still. It's fantastic. I really enjoy it. Nice. All right, Dean, back to you. What's your number two? My number two is Can You Ever Forgive Me? Okay, I haven't seen this yet. Yes, this is the Melissa McCarthy Can Act movie. Ah, for a change. Yes, definitely for a change. This is an actress that you and I both actively dislike in her movies. This is a miss and a miss actress for me. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm happy to say she can act. Wow, okay. How do you know? And she also does bring a bit of her comedy to it, but it's very subtle. Okay. Which is the opposite of what you expect from Melissa McCarthy. Yes. So this is a true story, or inspired by, I guess. It's about... Do you know anything about this film? Something about a writer, maybe? Yeah, she's a writer and she's struggling and she goes down a uh, ethically grey area to outright criminal area uh, to get through her day, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And she meets some people, there's confrontations, all that jazz. It's, It's good. Like, I enjoyed... I enjoyed this more than Widows, more than If Beale Street Could Talk. And I thought this was a movie, because I watched those three quite quickly. This was a movie I was thinking about days later. Okay, cool. It's, I don't know, like, I've given it a three, but I probably should bump it up to three and a half. It is, it's really, really well acted. The story, it's, even though, I feel like this is a movie that old people would love. Like, it's a very old people sort of vibe. No offense to old people, but as I was watching, I was like, man, these old people would be sitting back (laughs) in their... You know, recliners, knitting their sweaters, just having a ball with this film. Because a lot of the characters are older and you don't see a lot of... Especially the relationships. Like, there's a relationship between Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant, both of which were nominated for Oscars, so well done to them. Which you don't often see in films these days, so I enjoyed that aspect to it. The story's small, but again, I wasn't... Like, I enjoyed the smallness of this story. Okay. Yeah, so performances shine, 
You recommend I, it? I definitely recommend I it. I will watch it. You should. It is one of those films I need to watch before we do our top 20 films of 2018. Along with At Eternity's Gate. I know. Uh, I try and catch as many of the Oscar films. I know Willem Dafoe has been nominated for that. I heard that that is the only good thing about that movie. Much the same as The Wife. The Wife. Got to watch that. Yeah, but only for the Glenn Close performance. Apparently the movie is not that good. Oh, yeah. I hate movies like that. I know. <laughs> I think Jackie was another one where everyone raved about Natalie Portman, but the movie... Yeah, yeah I missed it. Oh, you didn't miss much. <laughs> All right, on to your number two. My number two is If Bill Street Could Talk. So back to you for your number one. My number one is a movie we chucked on the other night while we were all sitting around. You, with... say, you say chucked on, so this is obviously just a fun uh, family... I think it was on Stan. Yeah, just... Uh, oh, was it Marvel? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Although, it could be argued. Marvel did uh, take over the rights, I believe, after the film came out. Men in Black. Nice. Well, I'll throw it out there. My number one is another old school film that I've seen a lot of times before. Is it Marvel? No. Uh, yes. Much, much, <laughs> like, much like your story, the Marvel have taken over this. Like, from the, from the Sony version, I'm talking about the original Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man is always Marvel, just saying so you know. oh, um, right. that. Yeah, Men in Black. I mean, it's... I know this film so well. Like, yeah. I'm just sitting there quoting like an idiot. More sugar and, and water. Water. More, 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 more. It's so good. <laughs> but Vincent D'Onofrio is actually really good in it. Like, I didn't really know Vincent D'Onofrio as no, a kid either. watching this, but watching it now, you're like, man, he, he transforms himself in this film. He's great. But, I mean, the stars. I don't do that. <laughs> Was that your auntie? <laughs> Oh man, I love this film. Yeah, it's it's really funny. It's really enjoyable. It's super short as well, but everything about it. Even Tommy Lee Jones has surprisingly good comedic timing in this film. Yeah, I did not realize how funny Tommy Lee Jones was in this film. It's yeah. awesome. Now it's a good duo there with him and Will Smith. I gotta tell you something about your skills there, slick. <laughs> Good choice for number one. Yeah, Spider-Man as well. Like This is one of those early films I had on DVD. One of the first three DVDs I ever got was Spider-Man. Nice. Watched it over and over. Just a classic superhero film. One of the first, one of the best. And yeah, like the last couple of weeks, we've thrown on a couple of different Spider-Mans. And I said to my daughter, oh, like, why don't you watch the original Spider-Man? And she's like, yep, yeah, okay. Watched it. And she loved it. My son loves the original trilogy. Really good. Like, Willem Dafoe, he's just... He's such a weird bloke, and he's, nah. he works perfect as the Green Goblin here. Certainly does. And it was very weird to go back and see, like, young, like, James Franco, and, well, Tobey Maguire always really looks that age, doesn't he? I mean, what can you say about this film? Like, I had a blast. Lo as always. Probably seen it eight times now. Love it. Nice. All right. That's going to do it. Yes, it will. Big thank you to Paul and Wayne from the Countdown Podcast for coming on. Of course. We had a blast, guys. Yeah, and we will be appearing on their show in the not-too-distant future for our top 10 best picture winners. We had uh, just as much fun as we did today with them. Yes, we did. It's a lot of fun, so I recommend you check out them and their podcast at the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews. So next week, Dean, we've got our Academy Awards Challenge, and then after that is our top 20 films of 2018. Now, if you were to pick one film from 2018 that I haven't seen yet that you you, you think that I need to see before we do our top 20, what do you, what do you got? Is it Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah, I'd probably say you should check out Beautiful Boy. 
because that's a pretty strong movie for me. Cool. Okay. Well, I will make sure I do that by the time we do our list. Okay. And for me, oh, it's really it's really a toss-up here, and I'm going to cheat and give you two. I think you should watch Hearts Beat Loud, and I think you should watch Assassination Nation. I think you'd enjoy those for two very different reasons. Yeah, I don't know. Heart Beats Loud or whatever it is sounds pretty boring, so I might check out Assassination Nation if I get time. And if you don't have the time, I'm sure you will make the time, because we've got a couple more films to watch before we really lock that list down. Yeah, it is a shame, though. There were a couple of foreign films like Shoplifters, Burning, that I wanted to check out, but we just haven't had access to them yet. Those are the two that are, like, very frustrated I haven't seen. Mm. And even on just a different level, frustrated I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. That's probably the three that I'm disappointed I haven't seen. Hopefully, hopefully there's some way that I can... Hopefully it comes out and I can watch it before we... I don't even know when it gets released on, on streaming and all that, so we'll find out. Free Solos, another one. Documentary I wanted to watch. Yeah, me too, absolutely. I'm dying to see that. That's probably the big ones there for me. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see how we go in the next couple of weeks. So, Dean, thank you for today. <laughs> no worries, yeah. Hendo. Thank you. Always make... Always Since when make do po- we thank each other? You always make the podcast <laughs> a lot better. A lot better than what? You sitting by yourself here. <laughs> how boring would that be? Uh, unimaginably boring. <laughs> Thank you very much, listeners. Thanks, everyone. We will see you next week for our Academy Award Challenge. Bye.